Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Welcome to Relevance for Today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode So today, I'm still working on the studio, uh, still working on the office area, getting a lot of things sorted out. So I'm using my face cam today. And uh, but I just want to get on and share with you in this episode a few passages out of First Peter chapter five. And uh, hey, things are going pretty good. Got my uh, table set up over there with my editing equipment. So I'll be getting back to using my cameras here soon in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I hope all you listening are hearing everything okay and that everything is going well with you. If it's not, hey, don't hesitate to let me know. Keep in touch. Let me know how things are going on your end. It'd be great to hear from you as always. Hey, for those of you who started subscribing over on Apple Podcasts, thank you very much. Remember, when you subscribe to Relevance for Today and Spiritual Spotlight, over on Apple Podcasts. It helped boost my ratings and it also, what it does is it gets more shows pushed ahead so people can see them online and say, hey, what's this Steve Lewis thing all about? So maybe there's a few other people that want to hear me rant. No, I'm just teasing. Um, Maybe there's a few more people out there that would love to hear the teachings that I have. If you feel that you're learning something from what I'm sharing, then I would just ask you, hey, Pass it on to friends, family, strangers, and whoever. So thank you for that as well. So we're going to jump right in. I'll be sharing my screen since I'm using this setup right now. And uh, I will share my screen and we'll go through the verses. Uh, Like I said, I hope you all are doing fantastic. We're doing great on our end. And uh, hey, we're reaching people all around the world. So praise God. Thank you for that. And I was blessed to be able to reach out and do a teaching, preaching to my brothers and sisters in Pakistan. So that was a wonderful time this past week. I do that twice a month. So keep me in your prayer that uh, Holy Spirit will guide me in the right way to give them the words they need to hear. They live in a country where 1.4%, you've heard me mention it before, but around 1.4% of the entire country of Pakistan is uh, followers of Jesus Christ. And so they're being persecuted there and it's not easy for them over there. We take it for granted here in the United States, but uh, it is definitely not easy for them. So please keep them in your prayer. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and share the screen and we're gonna jump right in. So we are going to share the screen here. And for those of you who are listening, if you ever want to watch sometime, especially with me sharing the screens and doing different things like that, if you want to follow along, just connect on Kingdom Community TV, kingdomcommunity.tv, look up Steve Lewis, and uh, you'll find me, uh, as well as on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook, uh, Stephen Lewis, and that's my author's page, should be public official or something like that. It's one of those setups. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, 
But uh, basically, you go in there and you can watch the shows as well or connect with me on regular Facebook. And I try to post them on Instagram as well. So you can get over there. You can watch the TV show version of Relevance for today. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. So this is 1 Peter 5. And I'm going to read the entire passage all the way up to 11. And the reason why I'm choosing this one is there's some key verses in here that are for all of us. He even addresses it being for all of us. I know sometimes we can look in the New Testament and we can see things and say, okay, well, that's just for this group of people. That's just for that. And that is true. There are times where Jesus is talking to the disciples. There's times where the apostles are speaking to certain individuals. But when it comes to talking about the body of Christ and being followers of Jesus Christ and how we should act, then yes, we need to glean from the letters that the apostles have written. So it's very important. Sound good? Okay, so this one's titled and it starts off being titled. Um, let me go ahead and get my translation here. And we'll do it out of the New Living Translation this time. So it's really neat. I'm in BibleStudyTools.com, and you can just go through, pick whatever translation you want to read from, and go from there. And so I'm going to be reading out of the New Living Translation. So 1 Peter 5, and we're going to 11. Okay, so here we go. And now a word to you who are elders to the, in the church. I too am an elder and a witness to the sufferings of Christ and I too will share in his glory when he is revealed to the whole world as a follower, I'm sorry, as a fellow elder, I appeal to you. Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Very important. And it's been a long day for me, so I apologize if it looks like I'm about to yawn, because it probably is. And uh, it is 9 o'clock, so 9 p.m., and been really organizing things. So I apologize for that, because I might not get to cut them all out. Okay, so talking about the flock. So he's talking about the elders. So the elders were the, were some were the disciples, the apostles. They were individuals who were well-versed in the scripture. They were older Christians. And it wasn't just they sat back and said, I'm an elder, hoop-de-hoo. They actually had responsibilities. And like it says in verse 2, care for the flock that God has entrusted you with. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. So don't complain. Be a leader. Care for the flock that God has entrusted you Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. So he was telling the elders to make sure they didn't complain, make sure they took care of them. Elders taught, they helped wherever needed, taking care of the flock, the followers of Jesus Christ, they served them, you know, they were there to serve and take care of, and they were also a part of that gear system to equip and train as well, but you had to have the right attitude. And it says, not for what you will get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. And remember always, no matter whether we're elders, whether we're pastors, teachers, 
evangelists, apostles, whatever it might be, keep in mind that you have to do it with a willing heart, that you have to serve with a willing heart. You have to be eager. Remember who you're working for, right? You're working for the king, right? So don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. And I love that right there because it talks about elders taking care of the flock, taking care of individuals that they were assigned to take care of. And uh, my dad goes to a church and it's really cool what they do there. The elders actually have assigned people and it's biblical, which is awesome because everybody has assigned people so you help take care of them. You help train, equip, whatever it might be. You might just be checking on them. You know, hey, did you get anything out of this sermon? Is there any way I can help you? What's going on? Different things. And I'm just guessing what they may have had for assignments. But just gives you an idea. It helps the body of Christ as a team. You know, if you attend a church where, of course, like I said, I always say the church, but, you know, we are the church. The people are the church, not the building. But we get together as a congregation. What if you've got 300 people in there? You've got a pastor and no other leaders. How is that going to work? It's kind of like Moses back in the day when his father-in-law gave him instruction and told him, you can't sit here all day and help all these people and decide on arguments and all these different things. You need to set aside some elders, some leaders who can help make these judgments. And so, of course, that's what he did. But it's the same thing here. And so it says, don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. So being a good example. And that's with anybody. It's not just an elder. It's with all of us. As followers of Jesus Christ, we all need to be good examples. People need to see us and go, there's got to be a follower of Jesus Christ. There's no way there's no exception. That right there is what I've seen and heard and what I've read about Jesus Christ in that person. And that's powerful. And of course, don't lord it over people. You know, if someone gives you an assignment in the congregation, don't act like you're all that in a bag of chips. I'm telling you, be careful. Because remember, Jesus washed the disciples' feet. He came to serve. He told them that. He didn't come to lord it over anybody. He came to give of himself to repair that relationship between God and man that was broken in the Garden of Eden. And so we'll continue on. And when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. And of course, that's if you lead them by your own good example. And so, you know, it's just giving them an explanation. It's given us an explanation, teaching us, you know, the requirements these are basic instruction. You can take these and you can use them in your workplace, in your ministry, wherever it may be. So it's not just for the elders back then. You could actually take this and say, it's harmless for me to go ahead and look at this and say, okay, me as a supervisor, I could look at this and not lord it over my people, but lead them in a way that's going to set an example, right? You can take the word of God and get the nuggets and the nutrients out of it to help make you become a better person, to make you become a better follower of Jesus Christ, to make you be who God called you to be, just by gleaning off of this. If this was laid on Peter's heart to write this through the Spirit, 
right? He was guided by the Holy Spirit. So if he's writing this to leaders in the body of Christ, how more important also is it for we as followers of Jesus Christ to take this same teaching and lead those in the world? They will notice a big difference in you. You're not just the boss that everybody gets lorded over them. No, you want Steve Lewis for a boss. You want Steve Young. You know, you're going to want Matt Carpenter for a boss. You know, whoever may be. Jamie Hargett, you're going to want him for a boss because, man, he treats you with the utmost respect. Even when you're doing something wrong, he makes you feel good when you're done. We were just talking about this with a wonderful friend of ours. Uh, Bonnie Sear had retired and someone said, you could be getting fired by Bonnie, but you'll go in her office and come out of her office and you'll be in tears and hugging her and smiling and laughing together. It's that anointing to be that leader that people see the love of Jesus Christ in you. And I'm speaking to somebody right now. Somebody out there needs to hear this. You know, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you are a leader, it needs to be seen in your walk, in the way you lead. The last thing you want is for anybody to say, I cannot believe this guy's a Christian, a so-called Christian. I can't believe he's a follower of Jesus Christ. He is a tyrant. It's hard to work with him. He just lords over us all the time and has no compassion. You don't want that. So it's nice to use and glean from passages like this. Make sense? Okay, so, so I just read the part. Okay, and when the great shepherd appears, you will receive a crown of never-ending glory and honor. When Jesus returns and that day comes where you receive your rewards, you'll be blessed. Really important. So continuing on, verse 5, in the same way you who are younger must accept the authority of the elders and all of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another, for God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Bam. So right there's where it makes the shift. So he was talking to the elders in the beginning, but then he shifted. And Peter then said, all of you. So now he's talking about all of you. So he's talking about those who are being led by the elders as well as the elders. So in the workplace, those who are the bosses, those who are working for the bosses in the same way, take a look at this not only in the house of the Lord, not only in ministry, but also in the workplace. And this message totally shifted to the workplace, so I'm just going to flow with it. And, uh, of course, guidance from the Holy Spirit, give the Holy Spirit credit where credit's due. And so sitting there and you've got your leader, you've got the people working for him. You could also shine as a worker. When the boss tells you to do something, you get out there and do it. You should be the best worker out there. You heard it said before, represent. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you need to be the best worker out there. People need to see you and go, man, it needs to be heard. It needs to be said, which it has been in many places that, man, I tell you what, you want yourself some good workers, get yourself some of those Christian folks, get yourself some followers of Jesus Christ. They're dedicated, they're hard workers, and you want to hear that. You're not hearing that so you can be, ooh, look at me. No, you stay humble and you bust your butt and you work hard and represent. Because at the end of the day, behind closed doors, the last thing you want to hear is someone talking 
about, man, you know what? These Christians, they don't work hard. You know, they don't work hard at all. But instead, hey, raise the bar and let's get the job done. Make sense? And of course, it continues on. It says, give all your worries. And this is talking about all. So it says everybody. And I'll read that part again. And all of you dress yourselves in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So if you don't think you're all that in a bag of chips, if you're not lording it over people and thinking you're this, that, and another, you'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, he will lift you up to honor. So that means be the best you can be. Do what you have to do to represent the Lord. And in turn, at the right time, you never know when it's going to happen. You may get that promotion. You may get a bonus. Who knows what it's going to be? But that time is going to open up where you're going to sit back and realize all that hard work you did. Being faithful, being Christ-like, showing grace, being humble, and getting your work done or working in the ministry or whatever it may be in the, in the church building and so forth. But you dedicate your life to what you're doing for the Lord, because it's all a gift to the Lord. Think of it as being a gift to the Lord. You do that, and you watch what happens, and doors will open, and it's amazing, and you never, ever know how he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. You know that verse, you've heard it many times. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. We want to figure it out on our own. We want to work it out. We want to, hey, it's my mess. I'm going to take care of it. No, we need to really sit back and just say, you know what? I can't do anything with this. Heavenly Father, I'm just leaving it with you. I'm casting all my cares on you because I know you care for me. Give all your cares to God for he cares for you and he truly does. Yeah, you know why he does? Because remember in John three sixteen, he gave his one and only son so that whoever believes will be saved. So of course he does, he loves the world so much. Okay, so verse eight, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That's a mouthful. That's actually a message on its own right there. Stay alert. You'll know it. You'll be in your house, spending time with family. Something's not right. You'll feel the atmosphere change. Stop dead in your tracks right then and there. Lord, I don't know what's going on, but I need peace. Help me to stay alert. Help me to say the right words before an argument starts out. You know, arguments can't be avoided. We all have had arguments a time or two. And so the thing is, sitting back and realizing, whoa, wait a minute, why are we at each other's throat here? What's going on? Wait a minute. We're under attack. And it doesn't mean every single time something happens, you're under attack. No one's that special where Satan's chasing after you 24-7. Because remember, he can only be in one place at one time. But there are other demonic spirits, right, in the heavenly places. The battles are going on constantly. We have guardian angels. There's angels and demons fighting constantly, good versus evil. If we could see in the spirit realm, 
man, that would be something else in a crazy way. It would just be like, whoa, I didn't know all this stuff was going on. But at the same time, stay alert, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. His goal is to dethrone us. His goal is to take away our identity, especially now with everything going on with this time of year in the United States. Come November, you know what you're going to be doing. It'll be voting time. Watch carefully how you act, how you get sucked into arguments, how we get sucked in. And I'm pointing three fingers at me and one at you, three back at me. I hold myself responsible in all this to pay attention and do what I'm supposed to be doing and to represent Christ in all things. And being careful to recognize when the enemy's attacking, when those spiritual attacks are coming on, not today, Satan, not today. Got my sign somewhere around here saying, not today, Satan, not today. And so keep that in mind. So just be alert, stay focused, stay in the word, dig your Bible out, right? Get in the word. Don't just read a couple verses, you know, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. There, I'm good to go. No, seek after the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Dig in that word, right? Just like dad always says, talking about the Bereans. Get in the word, search the scripture, read it for yourself and learn. And what you're going to find out is, okay, this is definitely an attack, a spiritual attack. I'm going to stand on the word of God claim Jesus Christ, have the Holy Spirit right there within me to give me that extra boost I need to step up and be who God called me to be. Amen. Hey, amen. Yes. So be careful. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. I love the way the New Living Translation wrote that. So keep that in mind. It's not you on your own, on an island, being tormented. The world, remember that your family of believers all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering. So we're all in this together. We need to be there for one another, right? We need to speak up for one another. We need to show each other love. We need to support one another, check on each other, get connected with each other all around the world. You know, it's truly a blessing when I'm teaching the folks in Pakistan and in, in the uh, Zoom meeting, I'm, I always love telling them, hey, you are my brothers and sisters in Christ. We might be miles away from each other, but we're brothers and sisters. We're citizens together of the kingdom of God, and that is powerful. So keep that in mind. We're all going through it. You're not on your own. Don't just simply shun someone away, though, because we all take things differently. You can't just go, oh, I'm going through the same thing. Get over it. No, show some compassion, show some love. Verse 10, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. All power to him forever. Amen. And that ends the portion I wanted to read. But what really caught my eye in reading these passages, these verses, was this part right here. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore support and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Man, that's beautiful. And when I read that, and when I read that, 
I can't help but think about Joseph, Joseph in Genesis, you know, Genesis 38 through 50, Joseph, everything he went through, God gave him a vision. He shared the vision and jealousy was there, of course, because he was the favorite. The father favored him so much that, of course, the brothers were jealous, but they planned to kill him. They ended up not killing him. And of course, you know the story, sold into slavery, working in Potiphar's house, accused of rape, put in jail, went in jail, prophesied over two people, basically given a dream and the answers to that dream, forgotten about. But then in God's timing, even though he was in a foreign land and he was in the place he was not supposed to be in, because of his brothers throwing him in the pit and selling him, he was still able to rise up by the grace of God and through God, of course, with the main goal being to take care of Judah. Because in Judah's family line, of course, the line of Judah, you had Jesus Christ. So keeping the bloodline going. And as the story goes, you know, you look at that, everything Joseph went through, all the stress, all the chaos, all the craziness, but yet God was with him. And that was so important. And that's what I wanted to share. Even though Joseph suffered, even though he went through so much, I mean, just knowing that your brothers were going to kill you and sold you. And of course, that, that right there alone is just heartbreaking. And of course, it's 13 years of him being away from his family, robbed of his family, robbed of his homeland at the time. He was taken out of his promised land and put into a foreign land. But yet God still put him where he needed to put him in place to keep the bloodline going. That's powerful. But in that, he was restored. The support, the strength from God came to him, and he was placed on a firm foundation and returned to his family so that God's plan could continue on. And that's powerful. So it's really good stuff. So I wanted to share that today. Like I said, been busy getting a lot of things done. And this is episode 196, if you're listening to the podcast episode. So we're almost up to episode 200. And so let me go ahead and unshare this. I was just looking at that real quick. Go ahead and unshare my screen here and get my mouse in the right spot. And uh, so basically, unshare. There, I'm back. So basically, I wanted to share that today. You know, there's so many nuggets. There's so many things you can get out of the Word of God, and it's just exciting, and you can take that. And as you could see as I was teaching and doing the show today, how we ended up getting into talking about the workplace, talking about representing. If you watch the news, there's so much chaos and craziness going on, so we need to see more Christ-like vessels out there. So it starts off by getting in the Word starts off by seeking after the kingdom. Matthew 6.33, it's about getting in the word. It's about living Christ-like. It's about loving our neighbors, loving God first and foremost, and then loving our neighbors as ourselves. It's all about that. People need to see that. They need to see love. They need to see 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, where we're talking about love 
right? Love is patient and kind, not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. All those passages need to be in here, you know, call on the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, guide me. You're living within me. You're dwelling within me. I have the Holy Spirit within me. If you've asked Jesus Christ to your life, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. So don't be afraid to lean on him. Ask him for guidance. Guide me, Holy Spirit. Help me to get this down. Help me to be the best I can be in the workplace. Help me to be a good leader. Help me to be a good worker, whatever it might be. Sound good? Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share the message out of 1 Peter 5. Lord, I just pray right now this message will just touch someone's life, touch many lives out there that will impact people in a way that will cause them to be better leaders, to be better workers, to be better ministers, to be better followers, and not just followers. I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, but those who are following you, Lord. So I just thank you, Heavenly Father, so much for this opportunity to share this message. I thank you for all you're doing in my life. I thank you for all you're doing in my listeners, in our listeners and watchers. Thank you for the TV show, the podcast show. Thank you for being able to have the opportunity to reach millions around the world through the TV show and the apps and everything going on. I'm just so thankful for that. And I do not take it lightly. And I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Also, I pray a blessing over each and every individual listening and watching the show. Thank you so much. Once again, I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in as always. And hope you enjoyed the show. Going to be wrapping it up, but I'm really appreciative of being able to have folks on the other end to be able to listen to the messages and watch the show. Hey, with that being said, don't forget to subscribe, spread the word for me. Help me get the word out there about the shows. Don't forget also Stephen Lewis Relevance for today on YouTube. We have a channel on there as well if you want to watch the shows there. So with that being said, hey, God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.